Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to Snooze and Brews. Um, we are here on a beautiful Saturday evening. Uh, it's, this will be episode 25. I'm Steve. I am Love. And today I'm drinking, I don't know what I'm drinking. Uh, Frank, would you like care to tell me what I'm drinking? <clears throat> You're drinking a variant of uh, Christmas tree. Oh, that's Which is uh, yeah. apple cider and Goldschlager. I apologize. I didn't know oh, I was drinking that. that. So I apologize to any guys who take away my guy card for that. But no, thank you very much. It's actually very delicious. Today's actually a real special episode. We're joined by Dr. Christine Vargas over here. Uh, she's a paranormal psychologist. So <laughs> kind of. And, and her husband, Frank. Uh, Mr. Balthasar over here. But uh, I'm really excited for this episode because um, you guys are fans of the podcast and whatnot. Yes, Not we are. really. Like, yours is the first one that I've really listened to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean, no, I'm in uh, fans of this podcast is what I'm saying. Of course. Like, yeah. Uh, and you guys were uh, hitting us up, and um, I remember I, I mentioned to you, like, oh, what, what, what kind of subjects you want to touch on, and you had briefly mentioned, like, that you used to study in the occult or something like that, like, for years. It was something, like, to that nature, right? No, that I, I, well, yeah, when I was little, I yeah. did. I, I dabbled in it for a bit. In the mystic arts? Yeah. Kind of, sort of. But you, uh, you said like uh, you were studying like you know psych. What was uh, paranormal psychology? No, I psychology? wanted to study uh, yeah. parapsychology. Parapsychology, but so you had an interest in it for a long time, right? Since I was a child. Yeah, same here. And I, lo- I mean, you've heard some of the episodes. We go on little tangents yeah. in here, but I, I love. I, I'm absolutely fascinated with that whole dark world. You know, I don't yeah, know what cult. to call it. Yeah, just the cult. The cult yeah. Yeah, so when you mentioned it, I'm like, holy shit. And I've known you for a while, and I had no idea that um, that was one of your, that's in your repertoire, you know, that I, kind of thing. I keep it under wraps, because people think I'm already weird. So. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, well, this is a weird, weird world, you know. <laughs> Our little circles, you know, it's not, you're not going to have anyone looking twice at you over here, I guess. Okay. Uh, Frank, tell me a little bit more about yourself joining us. You have an epic beard. I'm digging it. It looks good. Yes. Thank you. It's nice. Um, what are you drinking today? The same thing? Same thing that you're drinking. Christine? Uh, I'm drinking Frambois and uh, Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, called a Young Berry. Young Berry? Mm. Mm. This sounds like uh, something they used to open up for Chuck Berry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's a bad joke. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that was funny, though. Um, what's going to call it? So, I mean, you guys are married couple, too. So, you guys been, um, how many years now? How long has it been? in November. You guys are con- technically our second married couple, but our first married couple as a guest, you know, because my wife comes on every now and then. <laughs> yeah. But, so, you know, it's kind of cool to have you guys. And you that guys, <clears throat> and you guys don't work together in, like, uh, exorcisms or anything like that, do you? No. I'm pretending to be, like, the, uh, the Warrens. The Warrens, <laughs> yeah. Nothing like the Warrens. Yeah. They are awesome. Yeah, dude, uh, we were actually, we, we always talk about in passing, like, me, Loth and I, uh, how one day we got to make it on our bucket list to go visit oh, that museum. Oh, the Warren Museum, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Where they have just, it's full of just, uh, it, it probably is creepier than this garage, I'm sure. But, I mean, know. it is. I've seen a tour of it on YouTube. Online? They're, so they allow recordings inside? or they, Well, one time only. Yeah. She allowed it so they can um, record the doll. What's her name? Annabelle. Annabelle. Annabelle, there we go. Yeah. Raggedy Ann doll that she yeah, has so yeah, I saw it, and she has a lot of like relics that she keeps under wraps. People can't touch them, of course, because I mean, you don't want to take that back with you. To right. House. Actually, I've heard like every single top ten list of like real life scary stories or uh, real scary stories turn out to be true. Yeah, any kind of top ten list, Annabelle's always in there somewhere, top five. And I've even read um, that actually her people that have just come in contact with her, like making fun of the doll in front of her, that they've died. Like mysterious accidents have died on the way home from from the museum. And it had to do with in contact with the animal, you know, that doll and stuff like that. Are you see? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was reading like it happened. I think on three separate occasions. Like one was a car accident. One a few weeks later, mysteriously disappeared. Shit like that. I don't doubt it. I love that. I love that creepy shit. And it's and it's weird because, like, I uh, I, I definitely am like a doubter, and I want it. I, I'm a doubter, but at the same time, I'm not because I want I want it to be true. I want yeah. it so bad to be true. But I, I, you you feel like. Like, damn it, like, it just gives you that eerie, icky feeling, you know? But there's a logical mind, like, come on, everything's explainable. At the same time, is it? You know, you, you have that, like, you're kind of, like, internal battle between what's what's real and what's not, you know? Yeah, because it hasn't been proven, but it also hasn't been disproven. That's so right. you don't know. And, you know, me and Lof always, always talk about how just, like, outside, you know, <clears throat> that kind of, like, paranormal activity or something, it's just another science to me. I want it to be... Just think of it as another science, and you don't have to be so dismissive of it. Yeah. You know, it could be more accepting and more open to that kind well, of stuff. Because that's exactly what it is. Absolutely. Though. Yeah. Mm. Any no. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, like you were saying, how you know, uh, 
you want to be like you know like uh like as skeptical as you possibly can you know uh-huh. cover like every ground possible yeah and if somehow it kind of like foregoes every single thing then you know that it's kind of like something yeah. something's going on that you can't really explain scientifically you know and really that what the skepticism isn't for me because i'm ready to believe I'm oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's so someone who's trying to call me out on it like really and i can tell them well look man i know you have your doubts because of this but check the, you know it's just so you can have an answer to those who are going to be skeptical right, against you. right that kind of thing Frank, I'm sorry, I haven't heard much of you. Are you in? Are you really into this world too? Is that kind of thing, or just you like it as a hobby or whatever? Um, I have a small interest on it mm-hmm. because she's uh, a very believer of that. Yeah. And unfortunately, I haven't seen anything. You've never anything experienced anything. Or experienced anything. Yeah. I know there's something that's out there. Not even growing up. Yeah, like, really, that's so weird. Yeah. My mom actually experienced something, but I didn't like family members. Everybody experienced yeah, your mom, something, but she gave I birth did. to like a demon or something, right? Yeah, no, no I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, long time ago. No, um, so <laughs> I, that's surprising because I'm I've met like at least everybody I've ever met. There's been very few who have that kind of mentality where they've never experienced it themselves, and maybe that's what fuels their skepticism. You know what I mean? No, I'm not skeptic. I believe yeah. there's like something happens to be just right next to you and we don't know it. Oh, for right. all I know. Like you have somebody in the back watching you, but yeah. I don't know is there, and I don't believe is there, but I don't doubt is there. Do you, you, uh, like I think we've talked about it before, like hmm. um, other dimensional planes, but it's all existing on the same plane of existence, just on different vibrational frequencies. Yeah. So let's say something like like otherworldly, um, whether heaven or hell or something, just on the other side, it's operating on the same plane of existence. We just can't see it because we're not on that plane of existence. It's a different vibrational one. And maybe when we dream, we are able to cross it, or maybe when you die, that's why you can cross. It. Or you know, like do the, the parallels overlap yeah. like exactly. a Venn diagram. It's exactly, just, and maybe yeah. that's why when certain stars line up and everything gets hokey pokey, that's why you can kind of or you know shit like that. But maybe that's more. Wait, on the theory, when you say sound, well, frequencies, do you go with sound? Uh, more with like speed and movement. Speed yeah. and movement, mm-hmm. because also, I have I have this theory that mm-hmm. it's actually light. Yeah, light is separating everything. Yeah, like a different spectrum, like all the different spectrums. No, you, in, you a, can't see in them a diff- in a different form of light, mm-hmm. like a different angle of it, you're able to see different things. Yeah, I can Therefore, see that. Therefore, yeah. we can't really. That's focus closer probably to like devil in the details type thing, right? So like you got to kind of like look at it at a different angle, different view. Yeah. I, I think more because you have a different perspective yeah. of that same plane, yeah. at a different angle in a different light. I think it's more towards like the way your brain waves patterns, um, your fire, you know, the synapses fire differently. Because I definitely think there's something to like hallucinogens and drugs, where it changes the way you're thinking and where you can you're more open or acceptable to different things. And some half of it may be your imagination, but maybe half of it is just your eyes are open to be able to receive more things and now you're wa- what you're really watching is you know that same plane of existence on a different vibrational frequency have you ever done shrooms yeah yeah of course that's what i'm talking about like DMT, what, shrooms, yeah yeah what happened to you when you took uh, see that's why like i don't want to be like oh it was this and that and i had a new awakening i don't want to say anything like that i'm saying like what i experienced maybe it could have been my imagination but the possibilities open there that shit i saw what was real and stuff like that. and i've experienced but in a sense like what 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 do you experience during okay i'll give you this because the same form like monks reach this with like food deprivation and sleep deprivation mm-hmm. the the same kind of uh hallucinogens or or maybe illusions and i've experienced that you know overseas when you're kind of forced to stay awake with no food and i've i think i would mention it to Lofor. i'm lo- dude i'm looking at a fucking body coming right towards me and i'm like oh my god and i'm going crazy and it's like three in the morning and you're just pitch black and then and then like sure enough uh, uh you know like 10 minutes later like that just happened or not I can't even I don't even know what's real and what's not cause, and you're by yourself so that's even worse because you know how you, the only way you know your uh, existence I mean something is real if you have somebody else to tell you it's real yeah. that kind of thing so I've experienced that those kind of things and, and I can't tell you if it's real or not if it's my imagination or if I really saw something just crossing over you know yeah. but but that's the, that's the cool thing about it like uh, I, I'm, if I was skeptic, like, oh no, I'm, I'd give it away scientifically and I'd be like, ah, I was just hallucinating I'm not though, I'm being open to the fact that I could have seen something, you know and, and I don't know. I just I love that shit. I'm, sometimes I, I feel like starving myself, and then I just get drunk and forget about it. <laughs> I feel like starving myself and sleep depriving myself, well, so I can see that again. Going back to the Buddhist um, mm-hmm. and different many cultures, they use uh, some type of uh, now recreational drugs mm-hmm. to enhance enhance experiences. Like uh, for example, I took shrooms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference I I remember experiencing was just uh, very different colors of light 
shining upon very different things. Yeah. And that was about it. Like, okay. it only stimulated that part of my brain. Right. For some reason. But that's the only things I experienced. Yeah. And in different cultures, they experience, uh, like you said, uh, you know, very uh, different ways to strain your body and mind. Yeah. Because once you see certain things at that level, you have actually become a little more stronger. Yeah. Mentally, yeah. And yeah, mm -hmm. mentally. Um, but your, your brain and body need to be like drained out of everything yeah kind of like nirvana yeah yeah i've um, heard of that yeah. yeah since it's failed all that kind of stuff yeah in order to experience something new yeah absolutely i, I could ever, i mean every, you think about it every experience is something new you know whether it be uh like i've heard people reaching that from a port i've heard people reaching a form of pleasure or ecstasy from uh, immense amounts of pain you know like it's just there's different ways to get to the same road kind of thing, you know? And, it, and, and I love that. But really, it's all about perspective. I mean, if I could all get it from reading a book, I'd prefer that than fucking having to do anything worth of suffering. But suffering is a blessing, so who, who knows, you know? Uh, have you guys ever Sometimes done... Sometimes <laughs> Have you guys ever done anything, um, like that kind of thing, a recreational drug, where it's a hallucinogen and made you experience things in a different way? Or uh, look at life in a different way? Uh, no, I've always I made a point to just stay away from hallucinogens. Mm -hmm. Just for the fact that I'm scared of myself, I'm scared of my own mind. Well, everybody says it's introspective, right. meaning like it, it's a huge dose of therapy that you may. Do you really want to look at yourself in the mirror like that kind of thing? That's no, I, I get that. I get that. So and if I you're afraid of that, like a, a fear of that, it's gonna eat you up. I think ayahuasca. Yeah. It's gonna eat you up. You know, like I, yeah. I would drugs do try that, that one. Like mm -hmm. you could take anything and they won't open up who you really are. But why would you? I mean, I guess to feel better. But I, I for me, I. I I look at hallucinogens in general as like uh, free therapy sessions, and I'd rather take it like that. And if oh. I'm not going to get anything of value from that experience, other than a cheap buzz, like okay, I'm going to seven. Well, that's instead. what I was trying to say is yeah. like not everybody has going to have that that experience. Yeah, I myself did did not. And is that what so you were searching therefore. for when you did it? Or did no, you? I w it was yeah. just more recreational. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you are um, that guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was recreational, and yeah. then I like I did it several times, and none of them actually did something. What <clears throat> some something happened a while back, but you know I I did some meditating. This is like when I was like twenty, mm -hmm. and I did some incense stage, kind of like inhaled it and then the whole thing, and I got like something you out of it. Did you see that in the Steven Seagal movie? <clears throat> no, 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 okay. I wish I did. I mean, I've never that had to take good. any of that to experience any of this. I've been awake. And having to experience, you know, paranormal stuff happened to me since I was a child, so. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's going back to, because we did get a little bit off talk a bit. But, yeah, let's go back mm -hmm. to, like, experiencing, like, just scary shit that happened to you, like, growing up. Because, I mean, I know I have. I know you, I think you have in my house. Right? Oh, yeah, just, that's the only time <laughs> that I could think of. Yeah, and then, um, but just growing up, like, creepy shit that just creeps you the fuck out. Yeah. And then, like, how do you explain that? And it's just, you got to go with the paranormal thing, but. Tell me about one of your early experiences that just stood out in your head. Uh, my first uh, experience was, uh, okay, I was five years old. Mm -hmm. And have you ever seen those uh, freaky shows where someone relives the same day over and over and Absolutely. over again? Oh, yeah. Grand Hockey. Well, that happened to me as a five-year-old. Yeah. This happened to me, I don't know how many, like, how many hours it was, but yeah. I kept reliving like the same moment over and over again but I kept changing it almost like a, 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 a deja vu on steroids type yeah, of thing. yeah. Mm -hmm. and it was really strange and I couldn't I couldn't explain it but my mom told me that during those hours she couldn't she didn't know where I was you said you were able to change it each time each time because a very similar thing happened to me on uh, like six or you know about the same thing but it happened three different times and I was only able to change it on the third time but I was aware of it by the second time mm -hmm. by the but I couldn't change it the second time. I couldn't do, I think, I don't know if it was against my will or if I didn't allow myself to do anything different than what happened the first time. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But I remember by the third time, it was hard to, to like somebody else was involved where like I knew exactly what she was going to say. And the, 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 you know, the second time it's happened to me, I tried to be like, oh, you know, but I couldn't say anything to change whatever she was going to say. The third time, it took all I had in me for me to stop her. And then this, well, you were going to say this? And she's yeah. like, yeah, how'd you know? And I was finally able to change it. So, so you change it each time? or Yeah, each single time because um, I had gotten in trouble for doing something to my sister. My mom punished me. But like the first two times, I didn't learn my lesson, right? Mm -hmm. And after that, I stopped doing what I was supposed to do. Um, and I finally was able to like get out of that. What would cycle? you say? Yeah. yeah it was really cycle. strange. Yeah. But my mom remembers it. She said it only happened once. 
and the way she explains it wasn't the way that I saw it. Yeah, that's so, so interesting. Yeah, it's really um, creepy. You think there's something more like a subconscious going on there, like a, creating a memory for you over and over so you get it right, kind of thing. There probably was. I mean, you're you're a child. Weird yeah. things are happening in the brain. You're developing. You know, yeah, especially absorbing. at that age. Yeah. Especially at that age. Yeah, that is so, so weird. I don't know what was happening then. That's so yeah. cool. Though. I like dope. I like stories like that. Man. Definitely. Wait, definitely. so glitches in the matrix are paranormal. There we go. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Glitches in the Matrix yeah. are paranormal? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, that's if we're in the Matrix. Glitches yeah. in the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> because that happens to me very often, more than I would like. Uh, you mean Deja Vu's? Yes. You know, I haven't experienced one. It's been a few years, but it usually happens very often. But I forget how long the last one I experienced was. But it's been a few years since, you know. Mine was uh, about a month ago. Yeah. And as soon as I realized that I had relieved, well, I, I had this experience already like i was able to predict everything word by word yeah and the whole thing the whole day but yeah. did you want to change it yeah did you do anything to change it just to see if it was different or were you no i didn't see because that's how I... it was the first time I, I i wanted to but i couldn't for some reason like something was a lock on me i couldn't mm -hmm. do anything else than what i already did the first time i actually i just let them happen because mm -hmm. when i experience this is i say to myself oh i fucked up so I'm doing this all over again. That's kind of like my reset point when yeah. I, I know I fucked up. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm back at this point. Try to do something different from yeah. now on, not like there. To me, to me, it'd be just be an experiment. Like, oh, shit, I want to see where this goes. And <laughs> let me go through everything as different as possible, huh. you know? The yeah. edge of tomorrow? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, you know multiple realities, you know, leads I mean, into that kind that's of That's a topic that I'm really interested in. Well, like, multiple that? realities. Speaking of glitches in the Matrix, mm -hmm. I follow this blog on Tumblr called Sixpence. Okay. And um, they have They're not this, richer, uh, are they? Huh? No, no, none the richer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they have this uh, story time. It's called Glitches in the Matrix. Yeah. And people send in their stories of weird crap that's happened to them like that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like... It, they're glitches like yeah. people can't explain what is going on in their life but these are like true stories that have happened to people yeah and they just creep me out every I, time i read them I, i'm fascinated with that uh, especially other people's tellings and it makes me but you're obviously you're a little bit like uh like i am I'm a little bit doubtful like damn i wonder if it's true then i hope he's telling the truth man because that's <laughs> awesome you know that's how i feel about it so do i i, I i've constantly said like my if i had like one superpower like not even like me being like super or nothing but it'd be to be able to like be able to not relive a moment but be able to any moment in history i'd know what really happened like let's say the hologram version oh, of yeah, pops yeah, out, yeah. you know who really built the pyramids i go back in time find out you know greek gods roman gods you know, the whole time yeah as even <laughs> like that one moment when oh shit was there a ghost in the house that one time and then i relive it like what was really going on that kind of shit you know i loved i love hmm. shit like that you know or you know uh you know firing this guy type shit let, let oh. me go let me see what really happened you know that kind of thing uh, that's, that's crazy cool stuff man i don't know yeah, I just just knowledge, man. I just, you just if, wish if you had that knowledge. If you were to put that on the, once again, we're going back to the Matrix terms. Mm -hmm. You would be a sort of oracle, right? Uh, Is that maybe, what yeah. you like, like just knowing everything? Like, uh, I'd like to know as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, there's one thing you, and, you know, what is po You know, I've constantly said knowledge is impossible to achieve, regardless. I mean, this is you know a little theory I had back in the fucking high school days, and I was in, more into the whole philosophy thing than I am now. But um, well, wisdom is the one thing you can take out of everything, you know, whether because the only thing you really get from an experience, whether if knowledge isn't possible, is wisdom, because whether it happened or not, you're still getting that experience to fulfill for yourself. That's the way I feel about it. You know, like like if you're dreaming a, a dream that and then you wake up and you realize it was just a dream and you weren't really doing it, whatever, you still got the experience and the wisdom from that. But not just not the knowledge, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the right thing. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Hmm. Yeah. Just to be particular about it. So I don't know about <laughs> oracles or none, but yeah. more Merovingian than anything. Yeah. Oh, well, sort of. It's just the gathering of all the information, then knowing what's going to happen and what happened already. See, so I wouldn't even care about like, predicting the future. I wouldn't care about that. I'm not saying for predicting the future. You just want to know because you want to know. I want to know because I, yeah. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you get off on, you know. Yeah. I love those. Just you can go down the rabbit hole with those YouTube like creepy stories, fucking mm -hmm. creepy pastas, top ten creepy oh, man, whatever. Creepy those are awesome. Uh, let's go back to something you mentioned briefly. Like as a kid, you dabbled in the like dark arts, mystic arts, occult stuff, stuff. Because I know he's had a few books, and I've had a few books where you just read w books about witchcraft, and I read a lot of that stuff. And it's not necessarily because I'm a devil worshiper or a satanist, yeah. but it's more for Wait, me. You're not? 
No, I'm not. Uh, what? But, yeah, I know. I get that. Get out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> you know how surprised I get? Like, you're not an atheist? You're not a devil shirt? Like, either one of the two. That's what you think of me? Like, fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> no, but for me, it's, it's always been like the nigger enemy type thing, you know? I thought that's why we were friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Your mom gave birth to a demon? Is that what it is? Yeah. Throwing back, throwing back Jesus. No, uh, for me, it's always been like know your enemy type thing, you know? I want to know as much as possible just in case I do have to, like, uh, you know, fight with someone or something shit, voodoo shit happens to me, yeah. and like I need to know how to protect myself against that. So I need to know what they know, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. You know, that's how that's always been my take for it. More well, than yeah, more than it, just a fascination with it. Very uh, Lao Tzu art of war. Yeah, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Book I have too. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, how about you guys? What what was your first interest in getting books like that? You know. I think I've mentioned it to you before. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I had to do a book report. Yeah. And just like most of the class said, like George Washington or Abraham Lincoln, some yeah. like, you know, iconic figure in history. And, you picked, and I did uh, my. Bruce Jenner. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he was still Bruce back then. He was still Olympian, right? Yeah. No, I did mine on Bigfoot. He won seven medals. That's did he cool. really? Most, I mean, those like we were watching, you know, sightings, uh, unsolved mysteries. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Those kind of shows would kick ass, those. man. Hell yeah! Those those shows kick ass. There is two types of kids: type of kids that would rather watch a baseball game, and type of kids that would rather watch unsolved mysteries. And I was That's definitely insane. the latter, you know. Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, how about you, Christine? What got you interested in just those books? My grandmother. Just, oh, your grandma? Yeah, yeah, she had like all these old books on witchcraft, but it wasn't dark witchcraft. It was mm. what she would call uh, white magic. Yeah, yeah, of and, course. And she would do. Of course, a Satanist these... would call it that. Of no, of course. Yeah, <laughs> secret Satanist, my grandma was. <laughs> is. I'd actually. love that, especially when it's coming from someone's grandma. Like, just that old, the old world feel to it. Yeah. yeah. I love that shit, man. Because uh, I think it was passed down from her mother. So I. She told me that she comes from a line of like you know witches, uh, or practice, some sort. yeah, practitioners I, of it. Yeah. I thought she was like fucking with me, but she had these books in her closet that she would like bring out and she would show me and she would do things, but like for good luck. Yeah. Um, and she's also helped me gain things in life with like you know, she's she doesn't like Spells. to tell me. Yeah, exactly, I get you. Yeah. But it's happened where things happened to me because of her. Good That's things. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. So I have pretty things for that. I like that though, man. I mean, especially like. Um, I don't know, it's just so weird when you when you throw it out, like... Because it does sound ho- ho- hokey-pokey, right? you know, when you say it out loud. Like, it oh, does. white magic. Right? But, I mean, there's some truth to that. It, it wouldn't have sounded hokey-pokey, like, 100 years ago. It would have just sounded like... It would have sounded kind of cool and, like, oh, you know, like... And they oh, would burn know. her at the stake. They would burn her at the stake. Yeah. And like, they would be more frightful than anything, you know? Okay. Yeah. What's that? Um, since you're a big movie buff... Yes. Um... I have this quote, which my mind draw, draws blank. Yeah, I hope when I can help like, you. You're putting me on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm telling right now. I'm making it up. I'm gonna make it up like I know what a movie right. is. No, <laughs> I don't know where is it from, but um, it kind of goes something like, uh-huh. "It's nice to know you don't believe in the devil, but he believes in you." Well, there's Con- a few. Yeah, go ahead. Constantine. There's a there few. We there's go. a few. There's I a few. There's actually a few different ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it did. It's like Constantine popped in my head. I love that saying though. End of days does the exact same thing. Yeah. It does? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's another, there's a third movie that does that exact same saying. Um, you know Because he believes in you. I want to say it's The Crow, no. but I could be wrong. Uh, it's crazy because uh, literally, like, uh, that quote came in my head and Constantine, like, actually, popped I, up. Actually, I, I let you borrow, I let you borrow those books, right? Constantine books? Uh, the Hellblazer? Yeah. The Hellblazer ones? Uh, two of them. Have you read any of them? No, I actually Com- have not. Completely different from that movie. And it sucks because I really like, I really like Keanu Reeves and I really like Constantine the movie. But if you're like a follower of that book, you're gonna hate the movie because it has it had like skews away for completely from it, you know. But like as a movie buff, I can separate as a comic book geek and a movie buff, I can separate myself with like that's a good movie regardless of whatever it's based on. And then the books are are amazing on their own. But they really they really go um, the books really get in really deep into that whole. So you recommend reading them? Oh fuck yeah yeah right, absolutely right. yeah Alan Moore Alan Moore who's the creator of Constantine. Yeah. I haven't told this story on the podcast I don't think but I know I've told you this story about mm. when when Alan Moore met Constantine. Oh I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is a really creepy this is one of these creepy pasta type right, things. Cool. But uh, Alan Moore famously has this like you can find it if you, like Alan, Alan Moore meets Constantine, and he keep in mind this is a fictional character we're talking about right. Yeah. Well, he said he was at a pub like a just like a dive bar a pub in in London or something somewhere in England. And he's drinking, and I don't know if you know how Alan Moore looks, but he looks like Gandalf, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And he's just, he looks like a homeless guy, really, but he's really out there. He's really, really out there, and one of those guys who's like, reads a lot of those ninth, uh, the Ninth Gate books type yeah. of books, you know, the Ninth Gate type Oh, very nice. And then um, he's one of the, and he says that one day he's just drinking, taking a few shots at the bar, 
and that just weirdly he sees like in his head what he knew was Constantine like what his vision was when he created him like walking down the steps like you know on his under walking down the steps goes right next to him uh, talks to the bartender takes uh, asks for a drink takes a shot and is about to leave and right before he leaves he looks over at Alan Moore and says uh, um, you know the bloody th- oh no no you know you know the funny thing about magic is any bloody idiot can 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 do it and then he walks away and Alan Moore was just shell shocked like what the fuck just happened <laughs> like he's one of these guys and he keep on he's an older dude so he's not one and he's not known to be like a bullshitter but yeah. there's a famous story that he said that this really happened to me this is this quote you know and it, it made me trip me out because like god damn that's some fucking amazing oh my god and especially just being a huge Constantine fan but to me, the way I can explain that is, like, do you, the underlining web of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. And, like, do you think that there's stories out there that are real and they go, you know, the ether world, whatever, go into the mind of creative artists or writers or painters that, or they want you to bring this to life. And they kind of, like, are they're like muses. They influence you to create that character. And that character always existed, but he, now they put it into it's a using, brand. using you as a plane. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or yeah. to bring them into yeah. life. That's, that's how I would, do it. That's how I would explain it. something like that happening, you know? I think it's awesome, you know, it's I fascinating. It's real. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> that is something I'm thinking yeah, about. I hope so. Yeah. And because there's a lot of coincidences over time, like in mm. our history, yeah. that somebody was inspired by something, and then years later, that person shows up. Or before that, it happened without him knowing. The Titanic is one of the most uh, iconic coincidences yep. in yeah. history. Yeah. The book, The, ti- the Titan, right? Yeah. The Titan. The yeah. Titan. Yeah, are you familiar with that one? No, no, I'm not. There's a book that was written maybe about 20, 10 to 20 years before the Titanic was yep. out called The Titan. And in, in The Titan, it's, they claim it's an unsinkable ship, and guess how it goes down with an iceberg. Hmm. And this is before the, ti- the Titanic ever came about. The you know? irony is that how the book described it, it's how it exactly. went down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. By point, by point. Yeah. Look it up. It's it went down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you know what they say. There are, there are no coincidences. Yeah, which is, there's something to that, yeah. Um, definitely something to check. and it's sometimes it's on perspective though and if you can look at it in a certain way we're like oh that's why then and then you you have something more uh, explainable as opposed to people who are saying like ah I don't have to pay attention to that that's just a coincidence whatever mm-hmm. and then you, dude uh, to me I, I find it like dude the universe is trying to tell you something yeah. pay, you know pay attention Listen. you know you know that, that's the way I, I can justify it it also goes into a more not self-fulfilling pro- prophecies sometimes it could yeah world oh I get you prophecies. yeah yeah that's because the scary if everybody part. believes something and that it's gonna happen, that's what's everybody's so scary, gonna though. manifest it and it's gonna happen. That's what's so scary about that, because man, uh, you know, having those kind of beliefs, certain people can have certain beliefs where it's strict. Which it goes. I mean, to we're going back to Z- uh, religious, yeah, r- religious Elliots. Yeah. You know, it, where it's, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We're yeah. like, you know what? We are the chosen ones. We are supposed to, uh, whatever Muslims or Christians, whoever, whatever religion you want to identify yourself with, you're gonna see yourself as a as a Muslim uh, or as a Christian who is supposed to slaughter the infidels, and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, yeah. oh, and as a demon, I am. <clears throat> I mean, um, excuse me, as, as a person, I am. Yeah. I wouldn't believe all that. I see that I wouldn't believe anything. This is why I'm so skeptical. Like even when I said something, uh, well, this is like if I said, oh, you know, the Alan Moore thing. Like I want to believe it, and I wish it were true. But I'm not gonna 100 percent say that's awesome. That really happened. Touching in the subject to yeah. uh, music. Um, remember when uh, Rage Against the Machine were saying that at least 200 million uh, Chinese cannot be wrong about Buddha being God. Uh-huh. So therefore, yeah. who believes stronger? Who yeah, believes but that's stronger. Yeah, but that's uh, why I'm against beliefs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, no matter how much some a person believes in something, yeah. it doesn't really make it true. Well, it all goes back to the movie Dogma. When, I was uh, just thinking that. with Chris Rock when he said when him and Linda Florentino are having. I just saw the movie a month ago. I posted. It, um, <laughs> where they're having a debate. No, they're not debate. They're having a conversation where he's trying to oh. tell her something, and sh- and he makes it seem like she says like you think it's wrong to have beliefs. And the first thing he says, like, I just think it's better to have ideas because ideas are easier to change. You, it's, it, you can change an idea, but changing a belief is tricky because people die for beliefs and people kill for beliefs. Yes. And it, that's why I feel like even like, okay, you're going to tell me the cup is red? I'm like, yeah, it's probably red, but I'm not going to tell you I believe the cup is red. I'm not. Sure. Ever since then, I'm like, oh, it's, it's probably red. I think it's red. I'm not 100% sure. What if my vision is bad? But if everything I see red is really blue. I don't know. So like you, it would, you question everything. I leave the open, po- I question everything and I leave it open to possibilities. That's, this that's the way I live one my of life. your podcasts that mm-hmm. when you were trying to um, say that back in the day, well, when it's true, uh, we didn't have names for the colors. Oh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. remember that podcast. Yeah, that's a, that de- yeah. It's um, a, let me actually promote the book where I got that from. It's called D-Text. 
and it's by Daniel O'Brien. And there, it's it's the same people that if you ever go on the Cracked website mm-hmm. or the Cracked YouTube channel, uh, they're this. It's the editor in chief of that that wrote that book, and it's it's really really interesting. Check that out if you guys want to. Uh, go ahead, continue. But as humanity, we if we don't really know things and we label them as mm-hmm. we see it, quotation marks. Yeah. Um, then we're not really seeing what we really know. What's really in front of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, it's just a perception. What you think is there, but it's not there. Yeah. And it goes back to everything we just talked about, like uh, probably uh, you know a specter behind somebody yeah. or believing there's another world or believing there's a heaven. Because you don't have a description for it, um, you don't. You wouldn't even be paying that's attention why they, to it. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. why they call it heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. But what if actually they were switched? Yeah. Well, you know, cool. nobody ever thought about that. It was like, what it. What is heaven to somebody and what is hell to somebody else? I'll tell you someone to, who thought to, about it. Don't say you're out or anything. Like, <laughs> about to quote another about movie. a thousand years ago. Yeah, he thought about to, it. Yeah, <laughs> to quote another movie, is more of a... Uh, I remember with the prophecy. Uh, Christopher Walken, Walken was yeah. in it. And the actual uh, Lucifer in there, mm-hmm. he Viggo said... Morrison. Viggo he Morrison. Sa- he said, hell is when he takes his love away from you. Mm-hmm. So no, it's the absence of... Yeah, he does no longer choose you as his favorite. He the, just ignores you. Well, that's in the, and that's, that's in the Bible. And hell for him, that, w- mm. which it describes like what is hell for you? No, no, no. That's in the Bible as the first hell was the absence of the divine faith, and that was enough. But after it has to do with once humanity came into hell, this is only the hell for angels. Once they came, they brought in their suffering and their guilt. And that changed hell into a place of suffering, other than just absence of the divine. That's what he's referring to. Yeah. But to go back on what you said earlier, uh, a famous quote by John Milton, uh, Lucifer's character says it, the mind is his own place, and in it one can make a heaven or hell, or a hell or heaven. Yep. This is a quote I live and die for. It used to be my, my thingy, but it's, it's just brilliant. Have uh, you guys ever read um, John Milton, Paradise Lost? I'm not sure with it, but it's great. Fucking mm-hmm. awesome, awesome book. It's, it's pretty much, you know, this long poem, but... Uh, there's a lot epic of epic, there's a lot of great quotes from it where you can just it's to me the way I look at it like it's kind of like sympathy for the devil type thing and that's why it was kind of like condemned back in the day because like how are you bring it you're making him the anti-hero <laughs> you're making Lucifer as this rebel against this authoritative figure which it is you know it's romanticizing the whole thing. It, it is romanticizing yeah. you're absolutely but but I I'm not even worried about I'm I'm looking at it for a philosophical philosophical point of view where I'm getting great quote dude that quote alone like you yeah it's all about perspective it's all about oh, the way the way what's more powerful your mind or the outside world affecting your mind you know yeah that's the way I look at it you know it doesn't matter if it's the character happens to be the devil or Satan. Or whatever the fuck, I, I'm getting knowledge or wisdom. I'm getting wisdom from this book, you know, and because I'm interpreting it my way, because yeah. the mind is its own place. Yeah, yeah. That's you how know? people yeah. should interpret everything, though. Like not putting a negative connotation to a person, a character, or a character, or an event. Meaning, like that happened because of this, that happened because of that. It happened because they're non-believers going back to the religion. Yeah. Well, it comes. Just everything totally goes different. back to religion. Everything yeah, goes everything back to goes judgments. Back to religion. Yeah. If you believe strong enough like you said earlier for to die for something and you will kill for something yeah it's just and it goes to a a primal state because we as humans i believe that you cannot oh, you shouldn't live without rules oh yeah no i, I said that. i usually think you should believe dude you should have well, an idea no not only that i well, think you should have I, a good I, idea that you ideas. yeah, yeah. Well, the idea that I believe on. No, no, just say, like, <laughs> I think, you know, that's what I would say. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, I, I believe you should say that. Uh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. No, it's more, <clears throat> as a, a society, as a whole, as a human being, you, you cannot. Think you think we need to put standards on ourselves, yeah. No, yeah, you, you cannot. Like, anar- like, when you were young, you wanted to be an anarchist. I would rebel over anything. You know, mm-hmm. anybody does that because they have the angst. Mm-hmm. Of just like sexual frustration, sexual frustration, you know, shit like that. But it doesn't work that way. Why? Because they've tried it, it fails. Um, even how can I say this? We need rules. We, as humans, need to follow a structure because without the structure, it's chaos. And without and without anything being proper, we just fall off. Uh, like yeah. It happens so many times in yeah, history. Yeah, but some people don't 
believe in money or it's no no it's not about money some it, people it, just want to watch not, the world burn yeah well, <laughs> well, like, great yeah some yeah. people, some like people to can't watch be the world bullied burn. or bargained Wait, it's or... from the joker yeah I'm i know I, it's uh, actually um dark knight yeah okay. yeah yeah one of my favorite movies by the way i'm just i'm just saying that they okay, need structure. They you need think structure. that you think that so you think everybody needs that. No, and not but, everybody needs but structure. Not but everybody their does, structure yeah. is non structure is yeah. a structure. Like that's But you can't convince those guys that want to watch the world burn that structure is a good thing, you know. No, not, not, not structure not, is not a good thing. Yeah. Not, look what well, happened to uh, look what happens to people when you like shelter them from things. What happens? Yeah. That is right? true. Right? When you shelter but, people from mm, porn, what um, happens? Exactly. That's you're absolutely right. Just, that's why we get child molesters. Careful. That's why we get child messages. That's why we get day because Thank of sexual you. frustration. Exactly. That's why it's fucked up about the whole priest and the you know. The, yep. dude, I'm not, I don't mean why like is that. that that's that's structure. Right. That's a totally different. No, we got it's we got what you said. Different. We got what you said. It's a structure, not a reinforcement of barriers. Well, look, somebody's it, creating bar- barriers to that. Yeah. And it's totally different. But a simple structure. Let's say you're working out. You need a structure for a meal plan and everything else. If not, it doesn't get accomplished. That's if, if you, you have a like, goal. That's if you're certain exactly. goal. Exactly. I don't have but that goal. I have a goal to kick out. It's a different goal than what it is to reach. If I want to reach a certain physique, okay, then I'm have that certain goal that's yeah. going to require that. But I don't have that goal. But it, that's it, what I'm yeah. saying. As a humanity, we don't have a goal. Like, I disagree. With you. I think. I well, look. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. So Extreme, as humans, as yeah, humans uh, what do you think we're gonna we're gonna accomplish? Well, here's what I'm saying. As Extremes are always used to prove points, mm-hmm. whether it's one or the other. Whether it's an extreme form of shelterness or an extreme form of pure chaos, you're not going to read. You need that. Happen- what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My point. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, but it's a happy middle, and it's duality, and it's synchronicity. It's a happy. You need to learn. It's really going back to Eastern philosophies about balance, but it's an acknowledgement of both the balances that. You go too far this way, you're gonna get fucked up. You go too far this way, you're an idiot. Why you gotta hate on the Western philosophies though? I'm just Eastern's been along around a lot longer, yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, there's something to uh, with age comes wisdoms. But, but I'm not saying all Eastern philosophies. I'm not saying all Western. We gotta have a balance. Yeah. Take a little bit. I take the great shit from the Eastern philosophies, like the whole, the but yin and yang theory. Yeah. I'm gonna take the good shit I like from the Western philosophy. Like the mind is See, its own place. This you know? is what why America is the best place for everything. Because we believe in everything. I agree. The melting pot thing. We are truly the melting pot. Actually, we were talking about this earlier with a different, whole different thing about races and how we're all going to... Remember, like, we're all going to... We should all fuck each other till we're all one color, you know? Like, oh. I think... And that way, racism... One shade of brown. Like By the way, racism wouldn't be eliminated. I'm just going to tell you right now. Racism... Yeah, because well, no. Because now we're going to fuck, like... You know what? Fuck tall people. You know what? Fuck short people. But it's, it's already kind of like that. There's still, like, so, so much. It's always going to be something. Yeah. But but there was... But we were just talking about, like, racism. The problem right. with racism in America. Specifically what we are talking about. And this... In, in the future, all over the world, eventually you're going to get a land of something. America is the first country to be able to do that. Yeah. You're, you'll, you'll probably you'll see it here before anywhere else. That's why I feel the greatness in this country. I mean, yes, I know there's a lot of problems, and I know there's a lot of shit to be talked about in this country. And oh my God, trust me, I know even like the backdoor shit. But it's still better than any other country right now we got in the world. I would not maybe I don't know because like no crime in Denmark and Sweden and all that. Yeah. But it's all white people. There's no True. fucking mix of races. There's no, no right. diversity. You know that I mean that's one thing. The fact that we and it's like a population of 20 million. The fact that we're able to accomplish as good as we're accomplished with a mix of races and different people with you know. 350 million that's, I think it's an accomplishment you know I never saw it that way just think of it like that yeah. because most of those safe countries it's just one it's just pure one race nerd. yeah it's not yeah, diverse small and it's really if you know it's matter. really hard to get citizenship there meaning they exclude immigrants they're really really strict with they that. do it's super strong my buddy used to be the uh, uh, you know Marines in mm-hmm. Denmark he used to run the embassy in, De- uh, in Denmark in Copenhagen and he said like dude you don't see anything but like it's extremely out he was the only like Mexican <laughs> over there it's super hard to get any other kind of minority in there. Yeah, that's scary. What? Yeah, it, just because they're so strict. It, but to, be, to their effect, I mean, crime is low. Crime is like almost non-existent. Uh, education is super hot. You know, shit like that happens. You know, so I mean, I'm not saying they're on the right plan, but if that's you're willing to sacrifice diversity and you're willing to, sa- I'm not. If you're willing to sacrifice certain freedoms, then you're gonna have you know your society. Wow, that is. Scary. I'd rather have. I see to it me, I'd rather have this. What we have in I this. I see country. it as payment. Payment to whatever you want to accomplish. You mm-hmm. gotta pay somehow. Like nothing comes free in this world. I, I'd rather have chaos, a little bit of chaos with a lot of bit of freedom than, yeah. by, than exactly. the other way around. Yeah, yeah that's that's how the way I see it as well. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of structure is okay. 
A little, little bit of chaos is also okay. Best of both worlds. Balance. Balance. Thank you. No, just because I said that doesn't mean I believe it. That's what I think. There's the difference. I'm just saying, I don't believe it either. That's what I think, though. It's an idea. It's an idea. Throughout this conversation, you're going to hear me say something for a topic. As a devil's advocate. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't strongly believe in it, but I see it in their point. Yeah, absolutely. I can, Dude, I can see Muslims in their point. I can see fucking uh, religious elites in their point. I absolutely... It doesn't mean I agree with it. I'm just saying I'm fighting for that topic yeah. because I see their point uh-huh. but I truly don't believe in it I mean I don't know I think I'm just, it's right it's just in the air and I like I say I always play devil's advocate so by all means please be that I guy I think that's why we kind of kind of clicked a little bit I just like, I'm not, really super attracted to you that's why I thought we clicked it's the beard bro it's it is beard. Yeah, I ain't mad at that homie. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch it you can smell it he can curse it. You can too make far. love to it. Too far, man. <laughs> I mean, that's Frank, though. He crosses boundaries all the time. Oh, Extremes uh, of one and guy. the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the balance, though? I have no balance. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, I have e- no balance. Inner ear infection, right? Nah, kidding. Some it's your equilibrium's the, in there. I don't know if you I was like, that's the same thing. I got that least. when you said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. All right, oh, so man. anything for you, Lovey? Anything to say on these? No, I'm just getting a kick out of just like listening. Yeah. Um. Man, I knew like, this was gonna be good. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's like I don't even know like where to like begin, where to end. Yeah. Cause it's just like. Which, to say the uh, least, she has. I marry her because she's way smarter than me, and she has more things to talk about than me. I've always found out of um, the close niche group of circle friends, there's very few people that I enjoyed having conversations with without alcohol involved. Christine was one of them for sure. That's what I told Frank. Yeah. Like you, Elliot, Lofi. It's like. I found people who I can actually speak to without having to dumb down shit. That's I think that was like six of our podcasts <laughs> that we were on that subject with, right? Wait, about having d- a drink like with other homies, like just kind of like ah oh, shit, you know that kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's so fun. That's funny you put that. Out. Uh, Christine, do you have any other like anything you else you want to bring up, like past topics, like like Frank brought up, like that you wanted a, an input on? Because I know I, I feel this way when I listen to a lot of different podcasts. There's uh-huh. like, some of them I love just hearing the conversation like Lowe said, and there's some where I butt it, I want to butt in like, no, you idiots, no, that's not, <laughs> come on, that's, you, what are you talking about like that? Do you have, do you have you felt, yelled at us? You know, No, never. I, I like listening <laughs> to you guys when I'm getting ready in the morning to go to work. Yeah. I, I, I agree with everything you guys say, but I just love when you guys like, delve into other topics, like your sleep paralysis, for instance. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, I think, uh, a few episodes yeah. ago. Um, dude, like, I don't know how long it was, it was gone. I looked more into it, and they, uh, they said, like, there's a series. This is what the scientists said. Like, it's just you have the sleep paralysis, and, and it feels you're filled with fear, so you your mind creates something that it, to explain it away. Something like, kind of like... Like a projection. <laughs> like a projection. Uh, almost even a placebo effect, just to get, help you deal with the fact that right. you're, you know, paralyzed, temporarily paralyzed type thing. And the way I figure, like, that that's also could be possible. I mean, scientifically, right? But what if they're all experiencing the same thing because they're experiencing... What if your brain is firing a certain way, that that way that just is, because everybody that's experiencing that form, like if a demon is on top of you or yeah. a demon, because that's that's how your brain fires, you know? You so never you're th- kind of saying that it's caught between the fight and flight response? Well, yeah. let, let's say you want to fight or you want to flight, but yeah. you can't do you neither. Can. Well, that's what I'm saying, caught yeah. in between. Have you ever... It's just like, you want to do something, but you can, mm-hmm. but... You just like well, that's what paralyzing oh. with fear means. Yeah. But but it's I'm saying you're it, what it's creating. You're I'm seeing a shadowy figure. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a, some kind of demonic figure. Which in that topic, mm-hmm. um, my wife has a lot to talk about. Around, mm-hmm. I've yeah, actually I never suffered from experienced it. As as well. As well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. why I wanted to She's bring a, it up. When we're sleeping, she just wakes me up like, hey, yeah. Did you see that? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> or like, hey, Frank. What's that? I'm all like, oh, what's what? It's just a blinking light. Yeah. It's just my PS3 just blinking or <laughs> something, you know? Um, no, it's I, not. I, Trust me, there's not. something there, yeah. yeah. I, I, I say I wish I want to see it. Yeah. But I've, I've yeah, never, experience never. It's standing behind your PS3. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> no, do you think there's something to the fact <laughs> that because you never experienced it early on, especially like a developing mind, that that's why you're maybe almost cut off completely from it now. Yeah. Either I'm not strong enough to see it, yeah. or I'm well, I wouldn't strong say that. It's not being yeah. strong. Yeah, enough. I wouldn't say that. At yeah, all. it's not to about being strong it. enough. Yeah. Either or no, I'm saying either or. 
No, let's not let's let evolve, well, exclude strength from this okay, at all. Yeah. No, I'm saying like mind wise, I know you have to be open about everything to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just saying like maybe early on there's something that just shut shut it off for you. That that third eye, that pineal gland, yeah. it's completely cut. It's completely blind. It's an eye patch up there. So you're not even experiencing anything now, even when there's some real shit going on. Yes, yeah. he's not. So but it would have to be something super extreme. It's still slimer shit to happen for you to finally yeah. open you up. You think you know? Because this the develops during childhood. Uh, specifically, yeah. I, I actually, I, I think actually during pre, I don't know, scientists, but pre-puberty yeah. is when they they start cutting it off or something like, or mm-hmm. when your your mind. I think the more you know about the surrounding world and what you're supposed to know, yes. that's kind of like it's a mental block. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I hear. You know? Well. To be honest, completely honest with you. Um, Please be honest. <laughs> I am. No. Um, uh, Christine uh, always talks about uh, feeling like colds, mm-hmm. you know, cold winds, drafts, chills. I wish right now. Like, hey, some ghosts come up in this room right now, please. Yeah, I'm like, oh, please. You know, stuff crazy. like that. And then um, once in a while, when I'm in the elevator and just coming home from work. And you and you guys live, I, to be honest, in a creepy-ass fucking awesome old building. From the 1920s. I fucking I love that shit. Chills. Yeah. chills. Coming out of nowhere, and I'm just. Like, are they multiplying? Are you losing no. control? No. <laughs> the power. She's supplying. No, no. It's just like it's like probably like once a year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like when I actually feel something, but then I say to myself, it's like, all right, what the fuck are you? Get away. Mm-hmm. I don't want to need you. You're supposed to do that. I mean, if you don't want to need you. Jackie she, hates that, by the way. She, I, I'm always like, man, fuck these gay ass girls. Like, I say something like that, just <laughs> yeah. really demeaning or whatever. Yeah, and she, she hates told me it. to do that. She told me to do that. You're and then, supposed to. And I, I want to antagonize them. Like I'm trying to antagonize them. <laughs> and and yeah. I, I, I do curse them out saying, you know, stuff like that. Like, in my head, I'm saying all you this. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. Yeah, I get you, man. You think you're hot shit and just cold that? There we yeah. You know, shit like that. I always thought, like, I used to have a joke, you know, part of my routine or whatever, but I remember just to do, like, man, I wish I had, I won't do the whole joke, but, I, like, you know when you're exercise. okay, remember seeing The Exorcist? Yeah. And then the priest, or the girl, is like, I fucked your mother in hell or something yeah. like that, right? <laughs> I was like, I, was, I wish I wasn't, I wish I could uh, be at an exercising, like, kind of, ex- you know, seance or whatever, and then the little girl's like, oh, I fucked your mother in hell, and like, aren't you... Aren't you a dude? <laughs> is this demon gay? <laughs> this is gay, guys. And I'm just like, and the demon's like, what? And I'm like, oh, this demon, this demon sucks dick. No, so. I didn't say that. Yeah, I like to start like trying to stutter and stuff. Like I just start making fun of him. That's how I exercise him. I just start talking shit to him. You know, that's the, yeah. Lucifer's bitch boy over here. Oh, yeah. and I'll be like looking at the other priest, like, oh, I'm on top. Yeah. You know, like, that's, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah, right? That's yeah. a, a, a man. One day, right? You would do well in that. Yeah, I wish, <laughs> I wish I could. Dude, I'm You're a like, go, Did he just climb on me? I'm going yeah. to go home and get raped myself by that demon. In. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Let me touch some horns. Ah, uh, anyways. Uh, I, I do like that. Yeah, and you know what? Let's touch on that. Because you guys live in a really... In my opinion, like, I wish I, I owned that building. That's, that's a so really cool... I. It's a really cool, like... It has to have an old school vibe. Old school LA vibe, which is even double creepy. 1920s. You know? Nineteen twenty. Art Deco. Yep. Art Deco. How you, how you guys moved in there, like, what, like, eight years ago, seven years ago? Seven years seven ago. Years. That's kind of cool. And you got, have you experienced anything since you guys been in there, whatever? Only one time. Well, she experienced the shadow people. Oh, okay. That's shadow super people, yeah, yeah, they just come and by. Well, this, the shadow people are different from the whole, like, sleep paralysis thing. Oh, like, you do see them visions, one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, they, they are shadows. They're just, like, um, figures. Uh, yeah, it, it's in some kind of form, nothing too distinct, but it's definitely, it's almost like the person without the person. Yeah, yeah it's so the, weird. There's yeah. a book on shadow people. Mm-hmm. It basically explains that there are other people from other dimensions who are passing by. That but makes they sense. don't know yeah. that they are because we do the same thing. So they probably see us sometimes. As know. the same thing to them. Exactly. Kind of like the others. We yeah. are the shadow people for the ones in the other realm. That's what we're Well, yeah, like the, that's the, the movie The Others. Is, yeah, The that's Others. That's what it's based on, yeah. Yep. Actually, you know, one of my favorite ones, do you remember Stir of Echoes? Uh, yeah, of course. Dude, I fucking that's one of my favorite movies. That's a good one. You never seen it? That's no. a good one. Check that one out. Uh, I think you brought up something earlier that reminded me of Stir of Echoes. Uh, I Which forgot is? what it was. I forgot what it was. Kevin Bacon. Oh, about being able to um, once you're closed off to something completely. Like Kevin Bacon was one of those uh, who was completely yeah. closed off, right? Yeah. But his son could see something. He's a little, he's a lot younger. You want to hear what's crazy though? I oh. want to finish the story. Is that cool? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I appreciate it. 
Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, yes, Kevin Bacon's son, like, can see stuff, and he's always constantly talking to himself over in the corner, and Kevin Bacon's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Kevin Bacon gets hypnotized, and um, as soon as he snaps out of it, like, um, he's, like, wakes up, you know, all sweaty, like, he starts being able to see shit. And the way the guy, they go see some kind of voodoo priest, and the way he explains it is, like, your son has a flashlight down a tunnel, and he can see things way a lot clearer. Your 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 uh your husband the girl the wife is your husband though has a, a flashlight that only pops in in and out so he can only see things here and there glimpses glimpses, glimpses. Yeah. so that's why to him like it's a lot scarier because only sometimes like shit's popping out of him and then it disappears and he's like what the fuck but his son can always see it so he's it, it's as like ghosts are to him as clear as you guys are in front of me mm-hmm. and that's kind of how they explain it and I really really like that please tell me <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> no but, sorry about that no, um, no I just I'd sometimes. Secretly, I do wish I see something. Yeah, like yeah. Just, just, just not to fit in with you guys and believe sure. everything. This is like <laughs> I don't believe. I can tell you. Think about. It. Yeah, I know it's different. Um, I just want to relate to her. Yeah, like, in, in that sense. Well, because that's actually angry, really romantic and sweet. To be honest, I don't yeah. get. Oh. I don't get fun though. Yeah. I don't get angry at her though. I get angry at whoever's messing with her. And you wish you could do something. Yeah. Breaking yeah. my thing. Well, it's it's the age old like. When something happens to you, you learn how to deal with it. But when someone's when something happens to someone you love, you you can't you get even more angry because you can't do anything for them. You know, I mean, it's the same thing as someone at work giving her shit, and you really can't do anything about it. But she she can deal with it. She's like, oh fuck you guys, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. But that's actually really romantic that you want to be able to. Do it. And I see <laughs> I like a tear in your eye. I never actually told her that. <laughs> this is what this is about. This is therapy, not a podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 oh, that'll be five hundred dollars. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's Here are my horns. I'm at five hundred dollars. Horns. <laughs> we've got to sand them down. No, the whole. We can come back thing. to the topic for a while, but we've been on this subject for a while. If you want, let's switch. Let's switch topics. Something a little bit more. Yeah. Real sure, world. Whatever, whatever you want. Real world or whatever. Uh, how do you guys feel? I think you brought up Raging Machine earlier about yeah. um, you know going back to the political thing. How do you feel about the politics in this country of America right now? You think, especially with like. You know, Are we really with, going down politics right now? Especially with like Ferguson, with you know Black Lives Matter, hashtag Cecil the Lion, <laughs> hashtag Sandra Bland, hashtag you know Donald Trump, Trump. Trump. Caitlyn Jenner, oh, Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of mm. the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm Lion Lives Matter. When that came out, that was my hashtag Lion Lives Matter. Yeah, to piss people off. I'm it. No, yeah, you know that's <laughs> of all course, I do. Of course. Of course. You know it's funny because I, I I've told this before. Like all, almost everywhere I work is either. Uh, Hispanic or black and yeah. I, I'm still doing my jokes and they're like shit damn Steve shake my head man like oh my god you know like that kind of thing like hey man I got I can't dumb it yeah. down you know I gotta do what I do <laughs> well there, there was a while back when uh, um, I was a bit advocate of uh, pro movement um, when I probation was, uh, get out no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, pro everything like really. mm-hmm. um, I was an uh, activist I was a lanzante it's not it's not you know like I did it for like a trend. No, 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 you're looking, an no, yeah, looking, of course not, looking yeah. back at it, I, I wouldn't think of you like it, it was always trying to fight for a cause that I believed in, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I got to a point that I realized that we don't really change if we don't want to change. Yeah, and as humanity, I just I I gave up on us. I can't say that because I think I, I talked to you about this before. Like it's it's progress. It's slowly but surely progress. And we have never been in a point in our lives where twenty years ago it was it was better back then than it was. Well, we've always we constantly all, been better. That's what I'm saying. That we've look at fifty years ago. You're gonna tell me that black people are dealing with the same issues that they had black fifty no. years ago? No. You're telling me Hispanics are still working for shit pay? No. We're it's always getting better. And what part of that is activists? I mean, I maybe you lost faith, or maybe you, to you it didn't see a quick enough change. Without you know, you're never gonna see a quick enough change without a revolution. But you got to continue on because it's important. You know, I, that's how I feel. Yeah. I, I guess um, Christine is right. I'm either one or the other to the extreme. Um, mm. But in a sense that that I gave up on it, it's more of a I don't see any progress because they dictate um, the scale. You yeah, they, in the scale. White meaning, people. 
Well, more than white people. White people? We're going to back I, to the uh, Jackie always gives me shit because I always say white people. And she's like, why are you being racist? I'm not being racist. It's not I'm racism. Just, I don't we, think so. You can't yeah. be racist against no, white people. I don't think it's possible. Because they're Thank you. up here. I, I've said that many times. I don't okay. think you can be I racist have to say it constantly yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. And when they finally get it, yeah. they're like, holy shit. You can't be racist against I white people. I don't think so. I you think can be prejudiced, but you can't because they they are the the creators of the social construct of race. Yeah, okay? absolutely. They're absolutely. No, I agree on that. They're I look at every application you put, in the whole. It's asking you for that. Why? Because it wants to separate you. Exactly. Why? Because with it, in England, you don't find that shit. By the way, in no, England, no, you don't. don't. You, you, you don't. do not find that at all. Whether what that's what race or what, what do you identify here. yourself? Wow. You don't find that over there. And that's why I say it's only here. But it's not only just okay. Um. We well, we always talking about in the south, especially like Ferguson and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of racism going us uh, going on against uh, you know pe- yeah. people of color. Yep. POC. Yep. What we don't really see is that even though they're white, there is homeless people. There is a lot of people starving. There's there's a it, it doesn't matter the color. There's a lot of poverty going on out there. Yeah. There's a food shortage going on in the South that nobody really talks about. Okay. It it goes to the sense of yeah, some white people have it better, but it's only in the East and West Coast, the central part of America. Yeah. It's being fucked over. Uh, no, no matter. I don't I disagree with you. Cause yeah. Okay, because yeah. white privilege will always prevail. White, yeah. pr- always white, prevail. Some of their white privilege prevails in there. All of it by ge- by getting certain benefits. All the benefits. Look, like I'm just saying, the certain benefits, like walking down the street without being hassled. No, and then yeah, that's a benefit. You're missing. You're but mi- they're still they're, yeah. they're still being short short uh, short short changed uh, changed. <clears throat> by the system and not getting everything they they need to. White just people? like ten years ago, I would agree with you. No, just I like everybody else. I disagree. Nope. Yeah, definitely. You're giving them fuel to no, the fire. I, no, I'm not giving them fuel to the fire, dude. In the south, they're racist as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they're racist yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They even yeah. racist here in Long Beach. I handle, and this is the most progressive city I've ever been to. I travel a lot. This is the most progressive city I've ever been to, and this, and then you still get that here. Long Beach know? is number three as the most progressive. City I'm in just saying, the US. it's like, yeah, they have it better, yeah. but they don't have it as better because, like, some secret societies or everything else controls America. Honestly, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I would agree with what you're saying. But the big difference that it's coming is the internet change. Hmm. And, uh, aside from that, let's say here, on, only like um, on the white privilege type bullshit. Yeah. Their uh, their children, this generation that's getting raised on the internet, they're looking up to black hip hop or black pop stars well, as their he- as their heroes. They're looking up. On. They're being raised by the, by nannies, by Hispanic nannies, by Hispanic. They're being ra- by Hispanic nannies. Children, they're having already a different outlook. This generation of white America, who's going to be controlling, who's going to get the privilege, is going to have a different outlook on minorities, way more than any other generation has ever had because of the influences. Aside from that. It's always going to, like I said before, it's better than it was 10 years ago. It's better than it was 20 years ago. Not We're progressing. We're not degressing. We're progressing. Especially in, look at the biggest, look at movies, something stupid, super simple. Biggest movie of the year, of last year was Furious 7. Look at that cast. One, two white people in that entire cast. Yeah. One was a leading man. The, everybody else is of, of diverse culture. That's And that became the biggest movie of the industry. It's changing yeah. in a way that, w- with something stupid as the entertainment industry, something as little as that, it's changing and evolving. It's something where, Everybody's looking at everybody race, not just diff- not just, but it, where it's not a matter of equals or not. It just doesn't matter anymore. But that's like a talented, niche movie talented. though. What's that? That's a niche movie though. Oh. What do you mean a niche movie? It, it has a niche. What is it? The niche is um, people from certain yeah, aspects. Yeah, it, it's only yeah. market not oh. marketed towards like a certain group Thank of you. people, yeah. but. Uh, I think uh, that's it, it doesn't yeah. apply to just everybody, you know. Um, yeah. I think actually that's that's if why it was to, so you're, successful you're because it doesn't. Tell me apply. they're gonna be doing uh, the Benjamin Button with a African American, then I would have believed you. Well, the story is from two hundred years ago, and then in the novel, the but short story recast, based on was with a white recast. guy. Well, well, they Hollywood. did. They did. Yes. Uh, Human Torch. He was white, and now he's black. And Human that movie. Torch. Yes, but no. Well, the original <laughs> one was better, but yeah. it was. I'm saying before they edited it, but but I'm saying they're doing that. 
it's not uh, Stanley and so niche so. movies though. Like this, that's, that's what I mean. Like you cannot pick and choose certain things. Saying oh they're doing better here because they I have think you this. are picking and choosing though because it's you're you're acting like it's still as bad as it was it, years well, ago. Well, technically in so. 1980s we, we were saying what you said mm-hmm. that it's gonna get better because no, no, it's gonna get my great grandma was raising so and so so. Uh, with Spanish, I think it has not actually translated to that. Why? I think because so has, white yeah. is going to stick to white no matter what. It I goes, think, it goes to yeah. the fetish of. Uh, I'm sorry to bring this up for uh, Asian people that I know is like when a white guy just fetishizes an Asian girl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's yeah. going to the fuck out of her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But mar- still marry a white girl. Same thing, like you know, I think white guy's going to go yeah. date a black chick or a Hispanic chick uh-huh. because. Oh, she got booty, or Asian like she's fire, yeah. whatever. But yeah. still, go marry a white girl. Why? Yeah. White sticks to white, no matter what. Yeah, mm. well, maybe that's more cliche of what the parents though, don't you think? Like the parents would be more disappointing if someone mixed race or whatever. And by the way, I don't think that's that true anymore because I just literally saw like a hundred pictures of a photo where it was black and white people getting married. And I think that's beautiful. Well, and I think, I think that's beautiful too. Like, but I think it's better than it was ten years ago, and it's better than it was twenty years ago. It's okay, and it's better than what. It, it, I'm just saying we're not degressing. It's a slow progress, but it's progress. And to say that it's still as bad as it was twenty years ago, thirty years ago, I think that's a little naive, you know. Or maybe you just don't want to see the. No, I want to see changes. That's I want to see it change yeah. faster than the reaction. racist face. That's what I'm saying. You're, maybe yeah. it's not changing fa- uh, fast enough for you, but it is changing. You got to give it a little leeway for that. No, it's fine, dude. No worry about it. Yeah, we got enough juice to last us. But like I'm saying, like I, you know, I, I think I think it's changing, and we're well, eventually get better. Is it as good as it's gonna be? No, no, no. And that's a good never, thing. Well, yeah. there, we deviated from the whole thing that I was saying. Mm-hmm. I actually stopped caring about any world subject. Yeah. I, I still know a little bit about it. And that they got you, because that's what a teaches, white guy wants you to do. She <laughs> teaches <laughs> me stuff. <laughs> and, well, yeah. I, I just stopped. It, it is not, well, technically, won, yeah. Uh, they won because of you. Damn it. White guy named Tyler Durden won. Yeah. Mm. Chuck, yeah. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's my favorite movie. You know how we're going to digress? If Trump becomes president, then we're going to digress. <laughs> oh, this is good some Lord. shit, man. Um, he's getting a lot of attention. There oh, is, is no bad attention. He's getting a lot of oh, attention. Oh, you mean no bad press? Yeah. yeah, of course. Mm. No bad press. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. A lot of attention on his racism and his misogynist ways, misogynistic ways, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, people are just giving him all of this attention. And all these people who are with him are glad. Yeah. Because the more attention he gets... The more popular he's going to exactly. get. And eventually people are like, oh. Yeah. Nobody, I, nobody's talking about Bernie Sanders. And they should be. They should he's be. At, aside from Ron Paul, I think Bernie Sanders is absolutely the... As far as change goes to this country. Right. He's one of the few guys that might make a difference, you know? Might, Don't get me yeah, wrong. He will. Don't he get will. me wrong. Like, I do... There's something to said about the old Zach the Rocha quote. Oh, who do you want me to vote for? Puppet on the left, puppet on the right. There's something to do that. Because one, especially once you get in office, it's super hard to enact change in anything. Exactly. However, if anybody's going to try their best to it, I, I honestly feel... Aside from Ron Paul, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, I think he's, he's going he, he's gonna to be the voice of the, the people type thing. More so than some jackass that's just rich and wants... Oh, you know what I'm saying? That, that kind of thing. Man. Yeah. I try to stay away from like everything that people put out there about him um, because it's just so negative. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of sad. Like, uh, internet's changing though. Internet, you're gonna mm-hmm. get uh, your vo- you're gonna get your voice heard a lot more than you would have like ten years ago, twenty years ago. Internet's it's that one thing for you know Bernie Sanders. I don't know. Somebody reposted him on Facebook. Okay, cool. Now I'm gonna look at it. Oh, check out this. Video. You know that kind of exactly. thing. Donald Trump, negative publicity. Oh, you know this fool just told someone else to get to get go back to Univision. Like, yeah. hey man, fuck this guy. Saw you know, say, the internet is that voice <laughs> of the people where you're gonna get uh, information to the masses uh, as quickly as possible. You know, I've said it before. It's the modern day Gutenberg's printing press. Yeah. What happened the last time we got printing press? We got a division of the fractions and we got a separation and we got people kind of standing up to the church because that was the authoritative figure. Mm-hmm. The internet now is a modern day version of that. The government now is a modern day version of what the church was back then. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, you know, we can stand up. It's, it's, it's all progressing. This is why I don't, I just, I keep, I keep having to disagree with you. I'm sorry, but I don't think we're getting, I don't think we're digressing. I think it's only going to get better slowly, but surely. That's how I feel about it. Very slowly. Yeah. I mean, because modern day lynchings are happening. Things no, evolve. <clears throat> I, I didn't say we, we were progressing. Too. I say it in the scale that you guys see progress mm-hmm. they control the scale yeah <laughs> i didn't say i didn't say the progress was not being made yeah. i said 
Somebody's giving it. us more. Yeah, I'm not sure Which, if I agree with it, if they control it or not. I mean, not by all means, I mean, if you feel that way, but... No, well, to, to keep you, they have to give you some kind of incentive. Mm-hmm. And give you some kind of illusion that you're winning. Yeah. Or else, why keep fighting? Matrix style, right? Yeah. <laughs> why else keep fighting? No. Um, if, if you but that's just, being co- that's just being completely skeptical. Like on the whole, di- you know, on this whole side of the extreme. <laughs> that's very extremist thinking. Exactly. No. Pessimist. Well, yeah. No, it, that's not being pessimist. Is, yeah. Well, it, it's not being pessimist. I don't think I'm a pessimist. That yeah. I'm being like. Almost. He's a realist. Yeah. Thank okay. you. That's why I, I think Lofi and I were. Uh, oh, don't try to get him on your side. Don't no. <laughs> no, best friends for a long time. Yeah, I guess. Like, so, yeah. yeah, because he understood what I said without judging me, and I understood uh, what he said without judging him. Yeah. True. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying that in, in order to. Uh, for you to keep going and mm. fighting and still doing and grinding it out yeah. and all that stuff, they need to give you a small incentive. It's like, yeah. oh, look, look, look. But we're like further back. So you just keep over there. You know, don't even bother. No, I get what you're saying. Mm. And that's why you are the way you are today because of that. Yeah. Okay. That's good no, stuff. I understand. Well, let's end it with there. Um, we're going to pick up on a part two, if you guys don't mind, because I do want to continue this conversation for a little bit over an hour right now. Say you guys would mind? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, let's do this. So, yeah. Hold on. Before you get choked on the gun, let's slow down a little bit. So. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Before we get too excited, get up the outro, please. So, uh, no, but I just want to thank our guests once again for having here. I knew this was going to be great. I, I, I hope they're, re- they're repeating guests. Uh, I'd love to have them again. Uh, um, you're, well, you're going to see them again on this next episode. But Frank, I'd like to thank you once again. You have, I love your insight. I love your your extreme way of thinking because it's fun. And uh, Miss, uh, Mr. F- uh, you want anything you need to promote? Anything you want to promote? Uh, like social I just media or anything? Promote uh, Snooze and Booze podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you. Listen to it. My favorite show. Nice, thank you. Dr. Vargas, Christine, what, anything you uh, you want to promote or say anything before as your little thing? No, no. Thank you for having me. Dude, ple- it's been a pleasure. I, I am absolutely fascinated with this conversation. I have a feeling I'll be li- re-listening to this one a few times, actually. <laughs> like that one. Yeah! And here we go. We are Super Blues, and I'll catch you on the flip side. And this is Low Thing. Keep your glass full. <laughs> <laughs>